The title of this episode is Abnormal is Normal. So I was sitting here thinking that I am (laughs) such a hypocrite, right? In a lot of ways, right? Because I think even like even when doing my podcast, when I have moments where I am like sad or depressed or feeling down. And I'm gotten to the point where I can freely share those things, right? But I'm not to the point where I don't feel embarrassed by it. And it's like, all I do every day is encourage other people, you know, to talk about their things and to share their stories. And whether it be on my platform or when I have the chance to in real life, right? To just like get whatever they're going through off their chest and that, Whatever they've been through, like if they're depressed or if they have problems with drugs, if they have, you know, family problems. I'm always just like so, what's the word? Like non-judgmental, right? When it comes to other people. When it comes to other people, but not for myself, it's like. It's alright for other people not to be okay, but it's not alright for me not to be okay. In my mind. And this is it's it's very weird. Um, but um and it's like I wanted to title this abnormal is is normal because so many people in the world have lived, you know, these adverse lives or had things happen to them that you know, might change their whole wiring or how they're programmed or how they see life or how they do things, right? And it's it's normal, you know, like to know that everybody goes through things, that's a normal thing, you know. The abnormality is that we live and experience all these things even at young ages that we shouldn't, you know. We get exposed to things before we should be exposed to them. We live... Um, in impoverished communities and things that if the world were perfect, we wouldn't have to experience, right? If humans were perfect, if human error was low, there's so many things that us adults experience and would have experienced as children wouldn't experience. So I recently took the ACEs test like a few minutes ago, after I realized that, you know, I I was having this thought to myself, like, that I'm such a hypocrite, like, and I think me being kind of ashamed, it's also, like, every time I think that I'm making progress, I realize maybe I'm not making progress, I'm just covering things up. And I'm covering things up because I am ashamed of them. I feel like I shouldn't experience this. Like, I want myself to be this, I don't know, this magnificent human being that just, not not experience anything, but I wish I was less affected by the things that I've experienced. And so the whole idea of the ACEs test is to, uh, you get 10 questions, you have 10 scenarios, um, did these things, did these certain things happen to you before you were 18? And... I had a score of seven, and I read on one side uh, a score of three, 
or four is like the threshold starting to be severe. So my 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 score with aces is seven, but I I personally believe like my true score is nine. And I said that because one of the questions is before you were eighteen, basically were you molested or touched by any, you know, adult person in your household or a person that is five years older than you. The reason why I sold that for me outright is a no, right? But I I wasn't allowed to go a lot of places. Like when my mom didn't allow for us to like spend a night over a lot of people's houses or things like that. So my experience of what I'm learning is molestation that I never wanted to say was molestation. Um, my experience with that happened, you know, at one of the few places I could go. And, it, of course, it continuously happened. But the person wasn't five years older than me. They were just two years older than me. And I'm not sure how it's graded. But because they say a lot of things. Um, they say a lot of, like, in the questions, they always say, in your household. I don't know how much that matters, though, if it happened within your house or just to you, period. So, that would be, to me, my eighth, my my eighth um, question of saying yes, right? If we break it down like that, because I don't think it matters that she was that she wasn't five years older than me. Honestly, when you think about when you think about how I process the in- information, that was my first like scenario or feelings or dealing with abandonment. I definitely think that would going to adverse situations that happened in my life that affected me, you know? Even to how I chose to date growing up um, or as I grew up. And then there's a question, did anybody go to prison in your household while you, before you were 18? And this is another trick question, right? Because... I'm just saying trick, not like they're trying to trick you, but it's a trick question for me because of my circumstance. So, I used to live with one of my, like, so of course I stayed at home Monday through Fridays with my mom, but I used to basically live with my brother on the weekends, like, because he has a daughter, we're exactly the same age, and she's six months older than me, but, you know, we're the same age, and so, like, Friday to Monday, he had me. So, technically, that's a household of mine. It's no different than, like, you know, people with separated parents. You know, they stay with their mom this part of the week. They stay with their dad that part of the week. And I think when I was either 16 or 17, my brother went to jail for a little while. It wasn't that long. It was just, like, he stayed in jail, I think, like, three weeks until his uh, until his bond was lowered. But I remember, like, being super sad about that. And, like, this is when I used to ride the bus, like, like to work or to school. Or probably going, I was probably going to work. But I remember, like, the whole time, the days that he was in jail, like, just drop, just being on a bus and going downtown on the bus, the bus passing in jail. And I used to just, like, sit on the bus and cry. And I just... I guess the part of me being empathetic is just, like, I used to be so sad, like, you know, 
my brother can't leave this place. And he's just like there and he just can't leave. And they just and it made me so emotional. And I'm like, by that time of my life I wasn't like going to his house every weekend or anything anymore. But it still like heavily affected me. And I mean, of course, later on in life he went and had a much longer bid, but I was still affected by it. So the only the only one thing, the only one question I feel like I truly can say no to completely is there's a question on the test that says, you know, by the time, you, before the age of 18, was there every time where you didn't have enough food to eat, had to wear dirty clothes, or were neglected because your parent was on drugs or or alcoholic? And yes, my mom did, was an alcoholic while we were little. Like, I have no experience of her, you know, being on drugs while I was, you know, while we were growing up. Like, that's just something she chose to stop doing when she had us. But, like, I do remember being younger and her being drunk. Or, like, having her friends over, being drunk. But that always was, like, late at night. Like, she would, like, put us to bed. And, like, maybe they would play cards or something and get drunk. I remember, like, maybe getting up to use the bathroom and, you know, hit them in there laughing. Or she might be walking to the bathroom and falling into the walls and stuff like that. So I remember those experiences, but it was never a time where I felt like I wasn't taken care of, or it was definitely never a time where we didn't have no food or anything like that. So that's really my only true no for the ACEs test. Like, absolutely every other question is a yes. You know, even if not by whoever created ACEs definition, by my definition and how my life was affected by each circumstance. And... You know, a seven was already high, but, you know, me feeling like I have a true nine, that's super high. And it just means, like, that I'm putting all this more pressure on myself. You know, I keep telling myself, I don't have to be perfect or I don't have to be embarrassed because these things have happened to me. And I don't have to feel bad because I'm not necessarily the most socially healthy person. Um, I keep telling myself this, but I don't really believe it. But it's like looking at the scores of my test, I should believe it. Like, it's very normal for me to have the abnormalities that I have emotionally considering my life. And like, I didn't need the test to tell me that. But it's like, when am I going to start actually understanding that? Because I think of a lot of times, it's the fact that I'm embarrassed about it's, it's the fact that like I'm just embarrassed to to be imperfect or to to have all these issues, and it's crazy because I know everybody has issues, and I encourage people to talk about their issues and I'm genuinely like not judging people when they tell me about their issues and I'm super understanding but I still feel like I I should not have to I should I should I should be over stuff and I should be better and 
I think in this point in my life, I think I'm super just self-conscious about my abnormalities, right? Because it's like, I keep having this thought, like, who's going to love you with these abnormalities? Like, these these episodes you have of doubt and unsure and uncertainty, it's like, I know that I'm a lovable person, but when I get to, you know, these moments, I'm just like, why would somebody love you? Like, you're so messed up. You can't get it together. You try so hard. And even when you try, you can't get any better. And that is hurtful because it's just like, I'm doing the best that I can. And I know that. But a part of me still doesn't feel like I'm doing good enough. Or I'm not, I'm not the person that I should be. And at the end of the day, it's not about, you know, me not being deserving or me not or anybody else seeing me in a negative light. It's that, that I truly, I truly am not the person that I want to be. Like, no matter what I do, like, no matter how amazing I do feel like I am, I still... I'm still not good enough to myself at times, right? And I think I'm so embarrassed. Like, I, I just feel embarrassed, and I don't know why. And I have a this weird thing with embarrassment, right? I remember, like, I remember when I, so when I was younger, I got my apartment, so I was in an apartment by myself, and I don't know, I had dropped my key, I guess, running from one job to I think I went to school and I had to go to work or I was leaving work I think it was I left work one day and I forgot my uniform to go to my second job so I ran home got my other uniform to go to my second job and I um, dropped my keys and somebody had went to my house and they uh, stole one of my TVs and I remember like it happened weeks before I told my mama. And, like, I just finally, like, told my mama, yeah, somebody went to my house and stole my TV. And I was, like, so, like, sad. And I didn't want anybody to know. And she had told, I remember she told one of my brothers. And I just bust out crying. And I was like, why would you tell him that? I feel so embarrassed. Like, you know, why would you tell him that? And then I think I ended up talking to him about it. And he was like, why is somebody stealing from you embarrassing to you? And I didn't have an answer for that. I thought that was a normal feeling. I thought that anybody has anything stolen from them. They just feel embarrassed by it. And then he was like, that has nothing to do with you. People get stuff stolen from them all the time. Like, why are you embarrassed? And I feel like that's the most of the things in my life. It's stuff that I go through that's, you know, not right or not good. But it's like stuff that's out of my control, really. But I feel so embarrassed by them. And I don't know how to stop. I don't know. I just feel like... 
I feel like because I'm embarrassed, it's also embarrassing for other people. I really want to get my depression under control. Why? Because I feel like it would be embarrassing for my kids to have to say, oh yeah, sometimes my mom goes through these depressive episodes. They won't be the only kids that that have that past parent, but I just feel like they would be embarrassed. I feel like my husband would be embarrassed to be like, oh yeah, sometimes my wife has these depressive episodes. Like I feel embarrassed for him to have for him to have to say that. I just feel embarrassed, and I don't know why. I don't know why that I know these things are normal and they're not shameful to other people when other when I know other people go through this. I don't I don't look down or pity people that experience the same thing that I experience, but I feel embarrassed by it. Anyway, for me, but not for other people. And I just think like I want to be able to tell myself, for you to score a 9 on your ACEs test, you're doing really good in life, right? You shouldn't be embarrassed about any emotional, social issues that you have. You know, it's clinically normal to be abnormal at this point. And I I know that, you know, I, I can say that with my mouth, but I'm not saying it with my heart, like... In my heart, I still feel like I should just master these things. And I wanted to make this episode because maybe I'm not the only person that feels embarrassed about their emotional and social issues, right? And I can honestly tell you it is normal to be abnormal. Abnormal is normal, especially if you've lived through any other things that I have. And I just hope that people, other people, can do a better job of processing that and really feeling like it is normal. Or really feeling like, you know, you're not less of a person because of these issues that you have. As long as you're working on them and acknowledging them and trying to do better, then you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. And I just hope that one day I can really say that with my heart for myself. But know that I'm saying that from my heart for you.